0: Hey, this is Will from the Game On Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Online as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: This is the Football Super Podcast. In the end it is caught for the win! A Patriot Sports Radio and Game On Podcast collaboration. Pass is
0: intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler.
1: Picking the NFL spreads
0: week by week.
1: And now, here are your hosts, Eric,
2: Chris, and Will.
0: I think we need to do odds on whether or not my wife's going to come in here and yell at me if I'm going to get in trouble this morning because I'm really pumped up. And it's 530 in the damn morning here, and I got kids, and my voice carries in this house. And I got hot takes for you guys. And uh, I might get a little carried away this morning. Okay, <laughs> uh, sh- So what should we set the odds at? Yes, no, minus uh, yes, minus 300. Uh,
1: <laughs> good <laughs> yes, morning. Be the favorite.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Good morning, guys. I'm, I'm How are we at doing? A,
1: good, good. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage. I don't know your wife. I, I, I wish I knew like her level of tolerance with you. How long have you been married? I can kind of gauge it there. <laughs>
0: uh three and a half years
1: zero chance she comes in and yells yeah
0: no
2: even oh, with you... the acoustics <laughs> metrics that he gave us there i'm not worried you're in I'm the, taking you're the no in plus the
1: 150 it's like year seven that shit really hits the fan bro
0: what if i told you my five-month-old woke us up at 130 in the morning and if i wake Ooh. him up again
1: <laughs> that's an x-factor boy, boy that is an x-factor that, that is a variable completely Our our starting quarterback just went down. God dang, we got (laughs) to (laughs) reassess. Welcome everyone. Off board while
2: we uh, look at it.
0: (laughs) Welcome everyone. Welcome to the Football Super Podcast. Here, my myself, Will from Game On, and we got Chris and Eric from Patriot Sports Radio, where we are teaming up to make five picks against the spread in the NFL every week to win. The ultimate prize, top prize over at BetOnline.ag, for two hundred thousand dollars this season, and we started off hot. We started off hot. We went four and one last week. Not can bad. only get you can only do a, a little bit better than that, and that's five and zero. Oh, and we were ranked after week one, one hundred sixty eighth, which is in the money. And, you know, it, it felt pretty good, felt pretty good. And the only loss, uh, which just stung, stung so much for me because I hit everything else on my personal card um, and would have, honestly, if they would have won, I would have been up uh, a good, good, like I was up crazy for the day, but like I, I had a parlay that it would have been like 30 units if if the Patriots could have just done something. So not only does it hurt that my Patriots lost, but uh, we could have went 5-0 and if they could have at least covered <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, Eric, how do you feel about uh, week one and how, how we did?
2: I feel good. I feel good. You know, a lot of people stumble out of the blocks week one. There's so much hype going in. We're overthinking. We're double guessing. Uh, <laughs> I'll take a four in one week one. Absolutely. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. All day, every day. Heavy Step says, how many ounces are the coffees, fellas? Uh, not enough. <laughs> 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 I got my five hour energy. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know, we're making five picks, so I got to have my five hour energy for our five I like picks, that. right? I've got to do something, got to get them to sponsor the show there with that. Um, okay, new rule, new rule on the show, Eric. New rule for the rest of the year. I don't care how much I like a pick, I don't care if we get 10 points in closing line value. I don't care, we are done doing Thursday night football picks, and I am so disgusted with Thursday night. And the fact that we got screwed on a backdoor cover because one of our picks this week, I thought it was great value. I thought I thought, you know, I sent it to Eric and I go, I, I hate doing Thursday night football picks, but I, I think we got this one here. And of course, um, you know, and then Eric Eric also agreed. But then, of course. <laughs> the back- Chiefs
2: looked like a freight train in week one.
0: Yeah. But I mean, even then I was like, I understand they look so good. And then, but it's like you're home, it's an opener it's short week. Keenan Allen's gone. I mean, this is a huge divisional game and you know what's on the line and that crowd will be behind be behind you. And still, even then, yes, they had it and they were up 10. And then on that last drive for the chargers, they had to cover not one, but two fourth down conversions. And the one that scored the touchdown on fourth down with a quarterback that could barely even breathe, um, it just looked like they let it happen. They just let him slip up the middle. And it was like, oh, no big deal. And I'm like, oh, I'm, it's one of those where I'm praying for the extra point to miss because that's that's what we need. You, know? you could
2: tell early that Derwin James was going to have himself a night. Mm-hmm. And he did. He was a problem all mm-hmm. evening long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was totally, totally on board with that. But you're right. When in doubt, Thursday's out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we just, we just got to say no, but we still will do five picks. Okay. I, I substituted another pick in there. We'll give the people five picks each of what, what we like, and then we'll have to pick our remaining four from there. Before we get into that, let's talk about some trends for the week. Huh? I think we should do that. Let me pull this up. This is over on game My NFL week two report card. This is free people. You can go to game on.locals.com and you can get this for free. It's got a lot free, free 99. I mean, look at all this. I mean, watch this, watch this. We're just going to keep scrolling. We're just look, look at all that There's
2: no way. That's all free.
0: That's all free. I can't even tell you how many hours I put into this. Oh, look at all those picks that I'm on. Look at how terrible my play. You want to talk about another bad beat. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire under 47 and a half rush yards. He's at 22 on the last drive of the game or the last drive for the chiefs in the game. They, the chargers know they're going to run the ball and he still pops a 42 yard run. I mean ooh. but yes and then look at look at all these betting resources look at you can go to patriotsportsnow.com and get some great information great picks look at that all right there all right there okay but one thing I wanted to look at at the beginning of this where are we at um so actually before we get into the trends Eric did you lose your survivor pick last week
2: oh yes <laughs> yes <laughs> when i saw that you,
0: when I saw that you picked them, I was like, oh, boy. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think Seattle's live here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Um, I did not get the pick in in time for Baltimore. And then I that was my pick them. last week. And then I said, well, what do we want to do? Chiefs or Broncos? And, you know, I felt the same about each. You know, mm-hmm. these are both, you know, mm-hmm. overmatched opponents. And uh, I said to the guy, you know, when I messaged him, hey, can we pick a late game? um he said yeah he said man if baltimore wins and denver loses i'm gonna have to go on the run and that's what happened <laughs> that's what happened <laughs> but thankfully i hit the will disley first touchdown so i was able to purchase us an entry into a new survivor contest there and, you go uh, hopefully save my own ass
0: there you go you had to have known when that first fumble on the one yard line the first not the second one the first one that's when you in your gut you're like we're losing this and then you're like that confirmed
1: happened on nights you lose <laughs> Yes. yes. Hey, exactly. Will, I, I knew it whenever the uh, pregame started and I started reading the signs that the 12th man <laughs> brought. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. We're done. They we're underestimated
2: done. their emotional vitriol for Russell Wilson.
0: Or that that first Seattle touchdown on that Geno Smith kind of like little broken play in the wide open oh, tight end. God. You're just yes. like, ooh, Geno doesn't make those.
1: <laughs> Would
2: he start out 13
1: for 13? Yes,
0: yes. 13 for 13.
1: I yelled at the TV. I said, Pete Carroll gave him his gum. What is <laughs> happening? He's a different human.
0: All right. So my survivor pick this week, uh, I just want to throw, I'm going with the Bengals because not only, I, I I do think we'll get into that game, but I do think it's going to be closer than people think, but uh, I was looking at the Bengals schedule and I'm like, I, I don't really like them much of the rest of the season. Maybe against Carolina down the road, but I'm like, ah, let's take them against a beat up without their quarterback uh, Dallas Cowboys, but some trends. Yeah, in and week- that
2: team could be without their quarterback any minute. Cincinnati likes to let Burrow get beat up.
0: Yeah, exactly. That might be
2: a good team to take early.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So we NFL Week Two trends. Week Two historically sees more unders than overs. Um, that doesn't really ha- help us with the contest, but just want to throw that out there to everyone. O and one teams versus one and O teams are 52 percent uh, straight up since 2000. And it's probably due to 0-1 teams having urgency. As we know, it's a little bit different now, now that they added that seventh spot to the playoffs. But uh, if you go 0-2, you have like a 12% chance of making the playoffs. So your season's basically done. Teams who are 0-1 facing a team that is 1-0 and, and are underdogs in the game win the game outright 62% of the time since 2010. That is absolutely insane. That's this. Wild. App- this applies, yeah. It's not just covering it; it's winning the game outright, and you're an underdog. This applies this week to the Jets, to the Panthers, and to the Titans. So there's something for us to think about when we're making our picks.
2: Not the Cardinals.
0: Not the Cardinals. Okay. Because why Make is that? They feel a little better. <laughs> because oh, that's because uh, Vegas is zero one. If they were one and zero, then it would apply to them.
2: Oh yeah, they both lost last week. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Since 2019, teams playing consecutive road games in week two are 8 0 against the spread. So that means you open up your season on the road two games in a row. And that applies to New England, Indianapolis, and Tampa Bay this week. So just just a few little nuggets there for you guys.
2: I like those. Will always has a wheelbarrow full of those nuggets. (laughs) It's great.
0: I just, when I hear them, I write them down and I make sure to add them to my list. I like, so what I do is I'm at work all day and uh, I just got nonstop sports stuff playing when I can, when I can have stuff playing. And I literally will grab like a little sheet of paper and I hear something. I just write it down, shove it in my pocket. I get home and I got all these pieces of paper of like nuggets that I need to remember for for the week.
2: (laughs) You just explained my process exactly. That is the (laughs) same thing I do.
0: (laughs) And then I take all
2: those post-it notes and I put it together in my notes memo on my phone to organize the thoughts.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I can't
2: remember anything long-term. I'm not going to remember these nuggets like Frank Reich is 0 and 4 in Jacksonville. I need to write that down.
0: Exactly. It's just, you know, a little something then you pull it out and then maybe you'll have an epiphany later when you get home and you, you look at it like, what is this? And you're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or you'll hear something else and then you'll tie them together. But here's the contest. Okay. Here's the contest. We are currently ranked now because some people took the Chargers and got lucky with them. We are now ranked 286, but hey, guess what? That's still in the money. Top 300. That's
2: respectable. Yeah,
0: yeah. And listen, we hit the remaining four. That means we'll be eight and two through two weeks. I, I'm I'm not mad at that. Um, I will give you the honors, Eric. Let's go with your number five play, your top best play of the contest.
2: My favorite play i i just mentioned it the bermuda triangle play a bunch of indoor cats going down to play in the elements late summer florida the colts struggle with jacksonville they struggle even more in jacksonville they i didn't know this the home team has won the last nine meetings meaning the colts haven't won in jacksonville since 2014 last year they went down there as a 15 and a half point favorite with a playoff berth on the line and lost the game outright to an interim coach i don't know what it is but Mm -hmm. i'm taking those points especially if I'm getting more than three.
0: So you're taking the, So in the contest we have right here, uh, it's three and a half. So you like the three and a half?
2: Oh, I'll take three and a half. Yeah.
0: Three and a half. Okay. Okay. Is that, is that, uh, or is that it for that, that play?
2: Yep. That's all I got here.
0: Okay. Let me make sure I got that going. All right. Here's my opinion on the game. Uh, I agree. I understand there's, there's something going on there uh, in, in the Colts. And I understand last year, it, it was very embarrassing. The fact that all they needed was a win and in they're into the playoffs and they couldn't do that down in Jacksonville. But here's the problem. I just, something in my gut tells me that, like, I mean, this is, this is the Colts. This is Frank, Wright. This is, uh, that they, they, they're doing what they normally do. They start off the season with a loss when they shouldn't have lost. And then Frank, Wright, As embarrassing as he is with the Colts, I think he's owned five now, um, against the spread, uh, starting week one his numbers in week two are damn near the opposite so it's just something about week two he gets his team focused up and like we were saying earlier um the the season's on the line right the season you can't go oh yeah. and two especially in division
2: not in division not as an afc team period Ex- exactly
0: especially the afc this year so it makes me nervous uh that doesn't mean that jacksonville can't cover the three and a half but i mean Colts came out and blew out Jacksonville, would we be shocked at that? No. You and know? is
2: this is this too easy? Is this cute? Is the question. I, this is what I was thinking last night. I I
0: I don't think it's one of those. I think you're on to something. I think the sharper play is taking Jacksonville, but because uh, just because of the fact that we've seen this line, I believe it opened up five ish. I know it was definitely at four, but it's coming down. So that means there is some sharp money coming in on Jacksonville. And I think the easy play is the, you know, the squares kind of looking at this going, oh, the Colts, they only are laying in three and a half to Jacksonville after a loss. Yeah, they're going to blow Jacksonville out. And I think that would be the square side. But at the same time, squares don't always lose. You no. know, it's, 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 they ugh. won a
2: few last week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, that, that's you don't have your, to try
2: real hard to talk me out of Jacksonville.
0: <laughs> we'll get into it. I don't feel so I don't feel the most confident in that one. Um but we'll we'll get into that. Let's see what heavy steps is saying. Heavy steps in this game says he's already took yep. the under 40 and a half. I like that. I like that. I
2: like a few unders this week. That's why that was an encouraging trend you had earlier about Yeah, the-
0: week 2 is a, is typically a more under week. Uh man, beating up on my Colts right off the bat. They're going to buck the trend this week. Colts to cover. Well, the trend says that they they are going to cover. Uh, I mean, well, one of the trends that the fact that it's week two for Frank Reich down there
2: and that Uh, carries a lot of weight,
0: mm -hmm. at
2: least as much as whatever fluky thing happens when he goes to Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, it just says something along the lines of like he he, you know, as bad as he is in week one for whatever reason, and he always has a new quarterback in week one. But for some odd reason, in week two, they're able to shake that off and bounce back. Every single time. So,
2: does that seat warm up a little bit if he were to drop this game?
0: Oh, I hate to say it, but I think so. Right?
2: Right? Like, you got to win with that much talent. Yeah. I mean,
0: I don't know. I don't know. There's different
2: in that town, too. He's got a lot of pressure. Yeah. This, this might be uh, a kitchen sink game for Frank Reich.
0: It might be, especially with uh, how how difficult the AFC is this year. Okay. Okay. So we have that. So my, my top play of the week, listen, there's times when betting the NFL, you've got to make a pick and you've got to just plug your nose. You've got to just plug your nose and make the pick pick. You gotta, you gotta make that pick that no one else wants to make. All right. Give me the New York jets plus six and a half against Cleveland. Let's go up to that one wherever it's at. Um, six and a half New York Jets here. This one is very simple to me. Everyone's going to be riding Cleveland. The easy thing here to say is, give me Cleveland. They're playing the Jets. Jets stink. I get it. If you look at that game, though, against Baltimore last week, the Jets did really good. The score doesn't show that, but the Jets did really good at one thing stopping the run. There's two dominant. Well. Yes, there's two dominant, and I say dominant running teams in the NFL. That's the Balt- uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. They are run-heavy teams. That's what they want to do. Cleveland and the Jets are both running teams. They're both on backup quarterbacks right now. They, they're not going to try to get cute with the passing game. Both these teams want to run the ball. Hence, look at the total. The total keeps coming down. It's down to 39.5. What does that tell you? That tells you that no one expects these teams to try to throw the ball. They're gonna. This is going to be an ugly, boring game. And a team in the Jets who just stopped the Ravens, I think they were averaging, they they held the Ravens to 3.2 yards a carry, which is absolutely insane. That's, That's, I would have never guessed that they could keep him so low. So they just shown that they can stop the run. This to me feels like an ugly field goal type of game. And you're giving me six and a half points. Now, could Cleveland come out and blow out the Jets? Yes. But this is just one of those where I think it's a huge, I think everyone's, a lot of people are going to be taking the Browns in this game, and we're getting six and a half with the Jets. It's ugly, I understand, but I, I give me that. I will, I will fade people on this one and, and take the, the New York Jets and probably one of the rare times where I'll take the Jets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Action Network, and Jets have 44% of the tickets and 78% of the money. So that's on our side. That tells and- you some
0: big money came in from some big bettors.
2: Browns minus six and a half was my least confident play. That's just based on Joe Flacco throwing it 59 times last week and being worn out. And at that point, I Mm -hmm. saw it as defense and run game versus defense and run game. Mm -hmm. Baltimore trotted out like Kenyon Drake or whoever last week. But if you held Lamar, I know they held Lamar under his rushing total because I was on the over. So (laughs) that's significant. Um, And also, you have the possibility of – Joe Flacco taking a shot and then Mike White comes in and there's some Fitz magic vibes to that kid. I don't know what it is. He just came off the bench cold and threw for like 400 yards last year. So I would be even more concerned about Browns minus six and a half if the quarterback went out. So I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I it feels gross. That's how I know it's probably good. Right, that, that that when it's in your <laughs> gut
0: and you're like, oh, ooh, I don't want to do this. And that's when you probably should do it. And and like you were saying, um, oh, what, what was I? Lost my train any, of thought there.
2: <laughs> any concern about Brownie the elf making his debut on on the 50 yard line? Dude,
0: I got so much hate for that on YouTube because I made a little uh, clip on that. But I'm like, dude, what the hell's going on here with this elf thing? But I got educated real fast by a lot of Browns fans that that that's an old mascot, and I'm kind I'm here for the the old throwback type of stuff, so I think it's kind of cool. I do think that elf looks stupid, but it's if that was your your uh. He
2: needs some thicker legs, that guy. Yeah, going to be running with the ball.
0: Yeah, but I, also I guess it sticks it to a former owner or something like that, or maybe current owner. I think it was a former owner.
2: Ooh, I love a veiled shot at a mm-hmm. suit.
0: Yeah. So like, uh, the, the fans are like, it sticks it to this owner that, that got rid of it back in the day.
2: And I, it
0: sounds like just from the, the passionate energy I got in those comments that they, the fans at least really wanted this and they actually voted for it. So I'm like, Hey, if that's what you want, it just looks, looks like an arena football thing to have in the middle of your field, not an NFL football thing, but Hey, it's, it's, it's Cleveland for you. All right?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll be fired up in there today.
0: Exactly. Uh, all right so that's that's my top play what's your uh number uh what's your next favorite play
2: my next favorite is one that matches one of your plays so i think we can lock in titans plus nine and a half it's scary to bet against the bills of course but if they wanted us to bet on josh allen and the boys they'd make this 10 or 10 and a half or if they wanted us to bet on bet against josh allen they'd make this 10 or 10 and a half they don't want us What'd you, What what number did you, you say points.
0: Oh, we actually look at it in the contest. I snagged it at 10. So we have it at 10.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think they're, I think what they're doing this year with Derrick Henry is they're pacing him. He's going to be sort of a designated hitter in games. They have well under control. They're going to put those unnecessary city miles on the backups in games like this. He's going to get full run. And, you know, this is a prize fight essentially. They're going to put, they're going to give him the ball a bunch of times. I'll take Vrabel plus nine and a half with a healthy football team against anybody, any day of the week on any continent.
0: You know, this is also my number four. So this is my second favorite play of the week is as, as Titans plus 10. And this is one of those, I like to call big balls bet, right? You gotta, you gotta have some balls to be playing, going against the bills. And I even, I'm on the money line. I think the Titans are going to win this game outright. So, um, if you like the Titans, go get that plus 350 or, or better bet on the money line. But uh yeah, I what people forget is the Titans were the number one seed in the AFC last year. Mm-hmm. You don't just get into to the number one seed by accident. That you very have coach to, of the year. You have to, yes, you have to have some good coaching. And we know very well, you I mean it, it wasn't just one fluke year. Titan Tennessee, the last few years have been been contenders. Um and the Bills are feeling themselves right now. They they, they won on opening day. They've had 10 days to soak it in the, that they're the Super Bowl favorites. They just blew out the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs. Everyone yeah, loves the easily. Bills. Now they're coming home. Of course the Bills are going to win at home, right? And they're going to blow out the Titans, and everyone's going to be throwing their babies through tables and whatnot. I mean, it's going to be crazy up there in Buffalo. <laughs> Right. But I think that yeah. game against the Rams, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the Bills aren't good, but I think that says more about the Rams that day than it does the Bills are just unstoppable. So I think the Rams had key issues and a little Super Bowl hangover, and they, they were just off. They were off. And Jalen Ramsey
2: had possibly his worst game of his career.
0: Oh, absolutely. Almost a perfect passer rating, right? Like <laughs> thrown against him. The other thing is, in the NFL, there's matchups. There's times when, just like we were just talking about with the Colts, the Colts going down to Jacksonville for some odd reason, the Colts just they have this, but they don't play well down in Jacksonville. There's just certain things, certain matchups. Brady going to New Orleans—that's another one we're going to get into later on in this this episode. There's certain matchups in the NFL that just don't make sense. That just don't go well. The the Buffalo Bills do not play well against Tennessee. I mean, it was just last – I can't remember. I should have looked this up. It was either last year or the year before. It was. Rem- I only remember it because – I think it was two years ago because it was a scheduling change. Like, they were supposed to go play Monday night somewhere, but then they ended up having to play Tuesday night, and they had to go down to Tennessee and actually play the game. And they got their ass kicked. It was one of the, like, rare losses from the Bills on the year. And the Titans just beat them up. I think they beat them up won, like, 42 to 10 or something like that. They they absolutely destroyed them. I think that's that's not a fluke. I think that is Tennessee – having out they have some sort of scheme they have something that does not match up well with buffalo and w- weird thing them not being in division this is the fourth year in a row that they they're playing each other that's not that usually doesn't happen so the bills and titans uh are familiar with each other i think the titans who are
2: october 13th 2020 titans 42 bills 16
0: see that's the one i was talking about. Uh, Bills come in and in NFL humps you quickly ten points of way too many points for your team like that and the Titans exactly and also you got the Titans the def, you know the defending number one seed uh, can they afford to go zero and two
2: no Vrabel's given them the nobody and believes in us but this locker room speech right mm-hmm. now
0: mm-hmm. and then
2: wrote us off boys
0: on top of that we have that trend that I, I said earlier and I'm going to say it again here teams who are zero and one facing a team that is one and zero and are underdogs in the game. Win the game outright, sixty-two percent of the time. Win the game outright, not cover win. So for at for the ten points, I I love it. I mean, I, this feels like a one-score game. Uh, probably comes down to you know something in the end. Maybe Josh Allen has a miracle last you know fourth-quarter drive, and the Bills win on a field goal or win on a touchdown. Doesn't matter. We're getting
2: ten. I love it. Both teams are gonna know they played four quarters of football after this one.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For sure. And. Also, this how many sur- we saw in week one how many more survivor pools are going to be down if uh <laughs> if the titans pull off this upset, right?
2: Yeah, because I- a lot of people just look at the biggest spread and take that team,
0: uh huh, uh huh, and they'll look and then they'll be like, oh yeah, the titans, the titans just lost to the giants, of course, they're terrible, they don't have AJ Brown anymore. <laughs> okay okay so that was also my favorite my second best play so i'll go to my third my 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 next play um it it was kansas city but i substituted uh, another one in i'm going with the commandos uh washington plus one i like washington I think in heavy steps and I, we're, we, we've been back and forth on this all week. Uh, he thinks that uh, Carson Wentz is trash because he didn't take the Colts to a Super Bowl and, and win anything over there. But uh, I think Carson Wentz, say what you want about him. The talent is there. He's very talented. We saw in the game last week against Jacksonville. They shouldn't have needed a, you know, last, uh, you know, uh, a game ending drive to, to, to win the game for them. But, He was able to do it. He's got a lot of young, talented wide receivers there. He can make the throws. It's more of his personality that he doesn't get along with his teammates all that well. But on the field, I'm not worried about it as long as he's healthy. And so far, it looks like he's healthy. Yeah, he's got to go on the road. But, I mean, Detroit is a heavy public team. Everyone loves Detroit after hard knocks. And this is the first time Detroit is a favorite in 24 games. And the don't last know.
2: time they were a favorite, it was over the PJ Walker Panthers. So does that even count? Exactly.
0: So I think TJ this is
2: Hawkinson just, is the only starter of note that I could find on offense who even played in that game.
0: Yeah. So to me it to me, I think I think the command is I think if I if I were to make this line even on the road, I think they should, should this should be a three-point favorite. So we got a four-point swing here. We've got the public loving Detroit. Everyone thinks Detroit's gonna get their first win of the season here. I don't think so. I think the the Commanders come in and win this game.
2: Yeah, yeah that's actually uh, that's my next pick as well. Um, yeah, 24th <laughs> well, streak. The Lions Here. also signed Justin Jackson this week, so that doesn't bode well for DeAndre Swift, whatever's going on with him.
0: Oh, yeah, um, that's true.
2: I looked at that last game they were favored in against Carolina. Frank Ragnow somehow lost a fumble in that game. That's the kind of thing that happens when Detroit is favored. They, they can't carry themselves. I, I, I think it's a letdown spot despite the fact that they lost. I think they yeah. spent it all trying to beat the Eagles, and now we have a possibly better than they than we thought they were Carson Wentz-led team coming to town really feeling themselves against a team. Brian Robinson was running drills this week. The vibes in that building have to be sky high, and mm-hmm. they're coming in to see a team who gave 110% and lost. So they're sitting there with their head in their hands like, what more do we have to do? This is going to be another could be a sneaky barn burner, too. I thought the number would be better, but this game is five to one to be the highest scoring. It's the second second favorite. I was hoping mm. to get like an eight or a nine to one on that.
0: Hmm. I like the under in this one. Was, I think it's 48 and a half. I, I, I don't know for some I'm, I'm on the under on that one. But also Detroit. Yeah, they covered last week, but it was just the classic Detroit covering. They shouldn't have covered yes. and then they score a couple touchdowns in the fourth quarter and get get the sneaky cover.
2: It was you know? a Matt Stafford cover. It was like Thursday night football.
0: I hate to bring that back up again. <laughs> it was like that. Ugh. Okay. Well, we like I we we like uh the commandos there. What's your next favorite play?
2: Um uh, let me see. Well, it was going to be Raiders minus five and a half, but this was was this two and a half earlier in the week? Which one? Raiders.
0: Raiders. Uh yes, it was.
2: Yeah, and now it's so five that- and a half. Yeah, so that yeah, it doesn't serve our purposes then. I think the uh the week two dogs coming off a loss thing, I think that applies to healthier teams than Arizona is right now. Mm-hmm. I think Las Vegas blows them out in the home opener, but I'm not just gonna give three points away. Yeah. What do you think about Rodgers versus the Bears, 21-7 and ATS? A lot of those have been double-digit covers at home. He's covered the last six. Mm-hmm. Eight and 8-1 when he gets the Bears off a loss, 9-0 and 0 ATS. Mm-hmm. He's 9-0 and 0 in his last nine primetime games, 28 touchdowns, and one single interception. 14-1 mm-hmm. at home in primetime over the past six years. The only loss coming to the eventual Super Bowl champion Eagles, which should have been a W, but I won't subject you to all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. <laughs> Aaron Jones also tends to shine when the lights are brightest. I think we have Daniil Hunter to thank for that. That game he told him to get off the field, the lights were too bright. That's when he brought the sunglasses out. Uh, Jones rushing and receiving is set at 86.5. He's gone over that in eight of his last nine primetime games. It's alumni week, but Favre is not in the building. That guy's bad luck. If you see Favre in the building, bet against Green Bay. But... It's just it's just a regular Bears week. Plus, I think Justin Fields is pretty bad at football. Did you hear Mark, Mike Martz talking about him earlier oh, yeah. this week?
0: hmm mm-hmm.
2: And I don't see him letting off the gas here. I mean, it's the Bears. They want to beat them by 28 points. They've been hearing all week about how they're probably a bad team this season.
0: I think it comes down to do you believe Dem- or Green Bay is good or not? I think that's what it is. Do you think last week was them playing terrible and that they are terrible or do you think that they're they're good or not i mean i mean the fact that they're getting their left tackle back this week i mean that alone is huge um you know Rodgers, he comes up with this you know relax his calm cool collected mentality he's been in this spot plenty of times hell he was in the spot last year got blown out by the saints and then went on to win 13 straight so do you still have confidence in rogers and the packers if you do then you love this play you gotta love it and there's a correlated parlay here i was talking about this last night If you think the Packers are fine, you think the Packers are going to cover, you think the Packers are actually a good football team this year and last week was just wasn't their day, you need to parlay Green Bay minus 10 with Minnesota money line. Why? Because if if Green Bay is actually a really good team, well, that means Minnesota's pretty good too. I mean, if they were able to do what they did last week to Green Bay, that's no fluke. Even if Green Bay didn't have their left tackle, even if Green Bay was just off, I mean, yeah you had that uh first drive where that the wide receiver just that bomb rogers threw and it went right through his hand i watched oh. it and i don't even know how the hell he missed that um i eric you could have caught that i mean yeah i i don't, I don't get it um, the dude
2: perfect guy on the halftime show trying to set the record for the longest blindfolded catch on thursday night could have caught that exactly
0: so if you think that I think there's a correlated parlay there, I think I think you got something with if you like Green Bay and you tied into Minnesota. So Minnesota's that's just a league.
2: strong team.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they're a dog this week. I don't know why they're a dog, but they are. Prime but time. We'll, yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. That's probably it. And and Philly's a pup team. But going back to the Green Bay, yeah, I like I like Green Bay. I like laying the ten. I don't really I don't love laying ten points, but
2: I never do. <laughs> but that's why it's at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay, that's something there for you. So we'll hit Green Bay minus ten on there. My next play, uh, I absolutely love this one because I don't, I don't believe it. I, um, I don't, I want to buck everyone on this one, and that's Tampa Bay minus two and a half. And this isn't a homer pick. Well, I'm a Brady lover, but did you see Tampa Bay last week against Dallas? Dallas has got a good defense, in Tampa Bay. They, they looked good. They The only problem is they couldn't punch it in, which I like even more because that offense, uh, if they would have scored seven touchdowns, let's say, I would be more concerned about them going into this week. But the fact that they weren't able to punch it in tells me, okay, they're going to be focused up. They, Brady's going to be like, look, at this is what we need to clean up. This is what we need to work on. But even then, you could see he is like a chef in there and he's got every single ingredient at, at his disposal I mean he those weapons on offense that he has now, now now granted I don't think Godwin's gonna be playing this week but I mean you could just see the different things they were able to do I mean hell they were doing fly sweeps with Julio and he looked fast yeah. I mean, they, he can get so creative out there against whatever he's he's up against um I think oh man I think this is going to be a fun year for Tom with that offense. Now I understand Brady and the bucks have had uh, Brady and specifically has had trouble against New Orleans, going to New Orleans, but I think he's bucked that trend when he went in there and won um going going you know going on that Super Bowl run. Uh
2: everybody leaves that game out when they talk about Brady and New Orleans.
0: Yeah, they, they do. And here's the thing, if this this is the biggest thing for me, I maybe would be on the side with the sharps on this one on 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 the Saints. If Sean Payton was still there, but Sean Payton is not there, and that's that's huge. Coaching is huge in those kind of games. I, I mean, you, you got no Sean Payton there, and you got Tom Brady going up against Jameis Winston. What side do you want to be on? And you got you get less than a, less than a field goal. You got to lay.
2: no Kamara Jameis having some kind of possible back issue as well. Mm-hmm. And
0: I think, I think Tampa Bay's defense is fantastic i think last year they could not actually i know last year they couldn't keep anyone in the secondary healthy hell they brought in richard sherman because they couldn't keep anyone healthy and then he got hurt the first game he played with them they just the front seven is loaded it's great but that secondary couldn't stop a nosebleed because they just kept rotating guys in and out because they couldn't keep anyone healthy this year they're healthy they look good they're flying around that that was no fluke that they held Dallas and Dak to three points. Dallas and Dak, who was the number one scoring offense last year, then all of a sudden turns around and can't even score a touchdown, it tells me t- Tampa Bay's defense, something's going, going right there. Todd Bowles has that team, at least for right now, humming along. I think it's going to be a long day for the Saints, and and I, I think you've got the potential of the Tampa Bay's defense to go off or the potential potential of tom brady to go off um either way i think i think lane three here i understand that this is against the sharps but like i said the public isn't always wrong
2: yeah i mean these two coaches that's an under to me um i thought at first maybe sean payton wasn't a big deal maybe this was always tom brady versus dennis allen but Mm -hmm. there are coaching as we saw sunday night um, there are coaching decisions that need to be made in crunch time, and Todd Bowles has been there before. Mm-hmm. So I flip flopped a couple times on this game. I started out on the Saints, then I flipped over to the Bucks, then I went back to the Saints. I'm I'm trusting you on this one. You're the Tom Brady expert. I'll I'll <laughs> roll with the Bucks here.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what's your final play?
2: My last one was where is it jags football skins titans raiders green bay brown six and a half oh yeah a lot of mine just matched up with yours oh what do you th- what do you think about this Steelers um Patriots game
1: mm, I feel like you I feel pick. like
2: you're on the Patriots and I I don't know. I I always like Mike Tomlin as a home dog. Mac Jones has got some kind of tummy ache and a sore back. I don't know. I think it says something. I considered putting Steelers on the list, but I didn't.
0: Uh, I actually like the Patriots minus two. Open up minus one. It's minus two and a half, and it is not a homer play. I got. I, I know I say that a lot, but I, I just have to say it because one, I got a sign right behind me that's lit up with the Patriots. <laughs> okay, um, but I think I think it says as, I think it says something um that the Patriots looked awful last week. Terrible. No one wants to bet on the Patriots. Everyone wants to see the Patriots lose. And the fact that they they looked that bad offensively last week and now they're on the road again um and they're they're playing the the Steelers of all teams. Uh and Vegas opened them up as a favorite and and the line keeps moving in their favor. That means some sharp people are betting New England with a lot of money and that's just all due to Bill Belichick and his record coming off a loss and his record against the Steelers specifically is really, really good. So I think there's a lot of wise people out there that's saying, yeah, give me the give me those Patriots. And, and a lot of people are going to jump on the Steelers. And then meanwhile, you got the Steelers coming off a really, really emotional win. Crazy game. Um don't really like qu- the quarterbacking I, well I, mean, I like mac jones but i don't like what they're doing on offense right now because i think the offensive line needs uh some time to get, figure things out and maybe they will but i mean i don't really feel great about pittsburgh's offense and then if tj watt and i don't usually like to put everything into onto one player but if one thing you're going to do to disrupt the patriots offense is is to get in there and pressure mac jones well you're not going to do that now with tj watt being gone you had a higher chance of doing that than than um with him uh, being in there than, than not. So yes, You're the Steelers have to
2: play of Fitzpatrick down at the line and take him on a pass. Coverage mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. For-
0: and you know, Bill's going to have a scheme for that. he's going to be like, okay, if you want to do this, we'll do that. If you want to have him back, we'll do yeah. this. And I think the Patriots are going to try to run the ball a lot too. And I think they're going to be able to do it. I think this is going to be a close game, but I just don't feel, I feel like everyone's riding high off that Pittsburgh win. A lot of people are going to come in and take Pittsburgh because they're home and the Patriots look terrible. It's one of those ones where like, I was on the Patriots last week, and it takes a lot in the NFL to go back to a pick that just looked awful the week before and come back and take them again, especially as favorites. And it's just one of those ones where I'm looking at it and I'm thinking the Patriots are somehow
2: going to win this game. 42% Forty two percent of the tickets, 71% of the money on the Patriots, a 29% differential. And yeah, it's a it's a classic letdown spot. What am I thinking?
0: So I thinking? explain, explain, explain to some of the listeners that don't understand that spread. Like, what does that mean? So the low volume but high money, what does that mean?
2: That means that 42% of the tickets, fewer people have actual tickets in their hand that say Patriots minus two and a half, but those bets are larger in total. There's a bigger pile of money on the Patriots. There's more individual bets on the Steelers. So that tells you that a lot of average Joe six packs are putting 10 or $20 on the Steelers. And this guy over here who probably keeps his money offshore because he has so much is putting his money on the Patriots.
0: Yep, exactly. I mean, and
2: that guy, it looks like that guy usually wins that life. (laughs) <laughs> the guy with the yacht. So I'm going to do what he does as much as possible. Oh, that's funny.
0: That's funny. Okay, yeah, Patriots Patriots were going to be... That was my last pick, too, was the Patriots. But I also was going back and forth between the Patriots and, and, and San Francisco. So we'll talk about San Francisco. I think if we're talking about letdown spots, Seattle is in the biggest letdown spot of the year. And, and you got San Francisco coming off an embarrassing loss. Uh, they looked great w- first half of the game, and they just melted after that. Uh, granted, it was a tsunami <laughs> over there in soldier field, but uh San Francisco minus eight and a half. I would love this more of Kittle was playing. doesn't look like he's going to play, but I just think, I think there's a high chance that Seattle gets shut out in this game. Um, they didn't score a point in the second half against Denver. They, they did everything they needed in the first half of that game. And I just think Seattle here, they they had their biggest win of the season. They just felt I I said this before the year started. I go Seattle's gonna win this game against Denver. It's gonna be one of those ones where it's like, how the hell did they do it? Lucky, you know, say it's a lucky win or whatever. But they're gonna get the win, and then they're gonna go off and lose eight straight. Uh, we see it. We saw it, we see it with like Jacksonville all the time. Like these bad teams, you can muster it up for one game, but can you can you do it week in and week out? No. And San Francisco, I don't think is a bad team, and I think they're San Francisco is just gonna be able to run the ball down seattle's throat and uh i think they they win this one easy
2: yeah trey lance looked looked rough and you know we can blame the weather but it's going to be raining up there in seattle too mike i I wish it wasn't eight and a half yeah i (laughs) I liked seattle when it was 10 yeah now i'm now i'm kind of indifferent but seattle's seattle another team like detroit who i think spent it all emotionally last week and Mm -hmm. it's going to be very difficult to get up for this game a standard divisional game against the niners on a dreary sunday like there's been a hundred of these how do you get fired up for this game you're still talking about last week in the locker room yeah you're not even you know what now yeah this isn't a look ahead spot this is a pat ourselves on the back look back spot maybe i do like the 49ers here
0: I mean, and also, I mean, the urgency, right? Urgency. They, they Seattle is leading the division. They're the only team in there with a win, and San Francisco <laughs> cannot afford to go zero two, right? Like it's just, it, it, everything's setting up that they're coming back. It's a get right game, right? It's like, okay, week one, what the hell happened there? Let's get right against uh, the weakest team in the division, one of the weakest teams in the NFL.
2: Who is but it, if you to think to San Francisco's one of the best.
0: Yeah. And if you think San Francisco is not good this year, then you love Seattle on the points. But I, I think San Francisco is still a good team. And I think Seattle's getting shut out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we got to pick our four picks that we're going to uh, add to this. So I think we both, we both had, and we're really strong on Tennessee plus 10. So we're, that, we got to keep that one in there, right? Yep. Give me another one that you like that, that we talked about. Now that we've talked everything out, give me another one that, that you like that you think we should keep in here. Oh, I'm looking at your place as well. Jets. You like the Jets? Keep it's the jets. hard to
2: even say it. That's how I know I should do it.
0: And you got to think, remember people, when we're doing this contest stuff, it's not just our favorite picks. It's also oh. in the contest. Where do we think? A majority of the players are going to go and where do we see value that where they might be on the other side and we could be, and they could be wrong. And we have a greater percentage of being right and can get a leg up on people. Now, I'm yeah, sure a lot gonna, of sharps ground
2: or add distance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I'm sure a ton of sharps are going to take the jets here. I, I'm sure, but I think there's gonna be a lot of people in this contest that are going to be laying with the Browns. So we'll keep the New York jets plus six and a half. Give me, give me, give me another one. Give me another one that you like.
2: I like Tampa more than San Francisco just because I I need Trey Lance to score 10 points in the rain.
0: Okay. Do you like?
2: There was the, one other on your list that I liked more than San Francisco, but I can't remember it. Give me your list.
0: Oh, the Commanders.
2: Yeah. Love the Commanders.
0: Okay. Let's swap them out and take the Commanders. So we will take San Francisco off. And where's Washington? I was thinking that too. After we talked about the commanders, I like that one. Um, okay, so then our last pick. Do you like Tampa better? Or I'm just gonna go down the list of, of, of your stuff. So we got Tampa minus two and a half. Do you like that better, or do you like Jacksonville plus three and a half?
2: I think indies do. Let's stick with Tampa.
0: Okay. Do you like Tampa or Green Bay minus 10?
2: Ooh. Boy, that'd be a real emotional kill shot. Let's stick with Tampa.
0: Okay, and then the last one, do you like Tampa or do you like Pittsburgh or New England? I I, I don't know if you flipped on that yet.
2: <laughs> no, nah, that's an ugly, gross game. Let's stick with Tampa there too.
0: Okay, then we got Tampa. That's so a nice
2: way to run it down and narrow it.
0: Right, right? Just yeah. kind of go through and we're just going to, okay, we've, we've highlighted some games that we both like and let's just compare and put them up there. What do we feel better at? Yeah, I think, I think, I think this is good. So we got the Jets that no one wants. We got the Titans that no one wants. We got the Commanders that Heavy Steps hates because Wince is garbage in his eyes. And then we got Touchdown Tommy,
2: <laughs> right? Beautiful. What's our dog to favorite ratio? All right.
0: I'm. Yeah, I think that looks good. There we go. Okay. Okay. Well, gentlemen. This has been great. Everyone. Thanks for tuning in and make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, not only here at game on, but over at Patriot sports radio It'll be, uh, in the description on here. Follow us on uh, Twitter. Myself is at game on underscore picks. Uh, we got, uh, Oh God. At PSR host guy for Eric, right? Yep. Oh, it's right Mm -hmm. there on the screen. And then at Patriots pod, um, give us a follow. We will be live every Saturday morning. Um, early morning at least for me 5 30 a.m pacific come tune in each week and watch us you know we're gonna win these four picks here we'll be eight and two we'll be looking pretty we'll be in the money and we'll have a chance to win the quarterly prize at that point i mean i think i think we got a good shot at that if we go if we go four and one again this week yes sir guys you guys anything you got anything you want to plug i know that you um you're going live sunday mornings too i i've been going getting yeah. up early and going live but uh plug that one for, for you
2: yeah. Sunday mornings we're doing a live stream that we decided to call wake and rake. We're just going over weather reports, injury reports, what we like that day, fantasy lineups, whatever, everything football. And, uh, after a while we assume we'll have a, a massive audience who's mm-hmm. commenting like crazy and we'll talk about whatever the people want to talk about.
0: Yeah. I listened last week. I was, uh, I was doing stuff around the house and I, I tuned in last week after the fact, um, and I was like, "Oh, I liked it because it was—it was just a nice, chill, relax. And you're just like, "Okay, let's get in." It's like we were in your brain, Eric. You were just—you were talking out loud everything that was going on in your brain. You're like, "Okay, what's the <laughs> weather here? What's the?" And you just going, going, going. And then slowly, you know, the coach and people started trickling in and giving their thoughts. And uh, I like how the coach was dead
1: wrong about Cleveland. That um, was great. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> sure <does>. absolutely was. <laughs> You'll also probably on Sunday mornings get uh, our uh, fabulous and outrageous host, Eric, player props. He loves his player oh, props. Yeah. And they'll probably Love give us. you some rundown on Sunday mornings to make a little extra cash for the lunch money.
2: I can't talk about football and not talk about player props.
1: That's awesome. And if you do win those player <laughs> props, jump on over to www.patriotsportsnow.com and you can jump in our shop and grab some merch. And, uh, you get that run hat right some- there you can absolutely uh, help support Eric in his uh, venture to become famous.
0: There we go. There we go. All right. All right. Well, Hey, until next week or the next live stream, I will see you guys later.
1: Thanks for listening to the football super podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, connect with the guys and keep up with the
2: show at Patriotsportsnow.com and gameon.locals.com. Until next time.